on. Hello. Welcome to my <laughs> Twitch channel, um, which is being co-opted by the Effect podcast because me and Thomas <laughs> are Effect podcast patrons and then Matthew is 50% of the Effect podcast. And everything I learned about Coriolis, I learned from the Effect podcast. That's um, what we're here for. So, so we're going to play some Coriolis in the, I, I don't know where I was going with that intro, but there we go, <laughs> we had it. Uh, welcome, welcome. Let's, um, do you want to introduce yourselves? Should we start with, with you, Thomas? Uh, sure. Uh, I assume introduce my character. Uh, no, not me, you, right? who are you? Yes, let's oh, find out who you are. Uh, that's embarrassing. Uh, so my name is Thomas. I live in Canberra, uh, the federal capital of Australia, which no one knows and no one cares about. Um, and I like playing role-playing games and I have never played Coriolis before, which is why I'm doing this because I've committed to GMing it next year and I have no idea how the rules work, so I'm going to learn. So, okay. so, so you're going to break your Coriolis virginity in public with people watching? In public. Well, yeah. I probably didn't think that through as well as no, I could no, have. No, that, that's quite good because I, I did exactly the same with Matthew. Um, oh, on our stream. On, on our, your um... stream, yeah. On the, the Mercy of the Icons stream on the Effect podcast YouTube channel. Um, Which will be coming back to our screens this evening, I oh, should say. Double dose of Very nice. today. Um, so, yeah, Matthew, can you tell us? Um, I can't spell effect, can I? I'm yeah, with a K. E that, that's our thing. We ought to have t shirts with a K. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I'm Matthew. I'm one half of the Effect podcast. And the Effect podcast started out as the Coriolis Effect because Dave and I were such big fans of the game Coriolis. But as Free League expanded their operations and created lots of other games that we liked, we thought we had to change our name. And uh, But still, Coriolis is our one true love. Hmm. So Coriolis is um, like a, a, a sci-fi RPG sort of based in... Uh, what is it? What is the third horizon? It's the, the third expansion of the, the human race across the galaxy. Um, and there is a, a whole bunch of politics going on out there from who got there first to who's got the rights to which and what, what's going on left and right. Um, people might be excited because there's a recently the, the Mercy of the Icons part two, the last now I watched I watched them talk about this on, on the YouTube, the, the, the Freely YouTube, and it's Cyclades, they pronounced it. The, la the, uh, the last Cyclade, I think. I thought it was That's Cyclade, how I pronounced it. but then, but then um, Doug and everybody were pronouncing it last Cyclades, and I was like, have I read that wrong? Um, well, but, it's not got an S on it, but, but never I mind. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, they are Swedes. Yeah, they're they're all Swedes. Um, and and the the voyage of the uh, the last voyage of the. Oh, help me say this name. Kazali. Kazali. Yeah, but we're not Arabic, so we may not be saying it how <laughs> Arabic no. speakers might. Based on the based, based on the chat today, I think it's correctly pronounced the Rasali. 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 So the last voyage of the the Rasali kind of takes place before all the 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 mercy of the icons thing. So. We, in terms of like if we were taking the current published adventure as the timeline we're going back in time to find out what happened um on on this this voyage of a, a luxury cruiser 
Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so we've got um, uh, a couple of characters. Should we, should we introduce them or should we introduce them in the game? I'm not sure how to start this one because we've got some interesting kind of set. I know. Okay. Right. This is how we'll do it. So, so we, in the film that is this, this um, adventure, it opens with um, a news ident, the, you know, the, the thing we just played before. It opens with this, this spider, Red Spider News Network, like uh, big authoritarian music, um, and it cuts to a, um, a very well-dressed business lady uh, on, a, on a stool in what's very obviously a virtual uh, virtual studio. Studio, yeah. Yeah. Um, so so it's, she, she's probably sat there in front of a green screen or something, um, and you can see that she is she's clearly kind of digitally um, make, made up. So she, she doesn't look as old. You can't place exactly which part of um, the horizon her features are from. She, she's a little bit... Um, Welcome, welcomingly generic in her her looks, so you can. She is every woman. Yeah, she is. Um, and the the thing across the bottom of of the the screen flashes up. Um, and her name is um, Tania Abu Harim. Um, and that flashes up, and it's host. Um, and she says, um, "Welcome to Red Spider News Network. I'm your host. And today, we have some breaking news for you." Operatives of the Red, uh, operatives, journalists, journalists of the Red Spider News Network have brought to you some exclusive footage never before seen from the, the rescue attempt earlier this cycle uh, into the, to the um, Surabi gas mine disaster. Um, and then it kind of cuts sideways um, and she says something along the lines of, um, uh, premium, sus premium subscribers to Red Spider News Network can, of course, download the original footage as supplied uh, by our journalists. And if you subscribe, you can. And then it, you know, kind of continues on with with her talking about how you subscribe to the network and, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, and a thing flashes up on screen that says, uh, "Watch original um, distress signal," uh, kind of thing. And and the the camera kind of um clicks on this and we see um a bridge of somewhere um we can't quite make out the the face of the the person um there's like glitching and distortion um and and a voice that's garbled by by compression and and you know unzipping and all the kind of future tech things kind of blares out like alarm code 1a alarm code uh, it jitters requesting immediate assistance and it jitters again um unknown signature reminiscent jiggers um evacuation has commenced supplementary stasis we have to and uh, it jiggers again uh, by the grace of the icons and then it jiggers and kind of cuts out and as it sort of ends the camera kind of comes up pans out um, and we're sat at a table. This this tabula is sort of propped up against a chai teapot or something. Um, and there are three figures sat around it. Um, one of them is the the woman who who we previously saw in the the virtual newsroom, but now she's she's wearing you know m 
clothes that can conceal her more. Um, she's a little bit jittery on and, and looks as people pass. Um, she's got a hood up and she's sort of trying to disguise herself. And the two other people sat opposite her. Um, who does she... So she she goes to hand a tabula to, to someone. Is she handed to Afra or Ali? Well, I think Ali, as a spokesman, I mean, if if Afra is going to be using the tabula to put Ali on screen, then uh, no, so I'm we've to take it. But so we've you're... kind of cut to to a different scene. So we've used the we've used the um, the, the the portal the the virtual thing to kind of do that. Um, what is it? Pro prolim pro uh, the set the scene. Prolepsis, that's the word. That's the one I'm trying to say. Um, and we've cut to, it's definitely somewhere on Coriolis. It's someone's chai kind of cafe. Um, and it feels like we've maybe come to what's really happening. Ah, yeah. Right. Uh, gotcha. Gotcha. We're not on display anymore. No. I think she hands it to Ali anyway, because. Right. Um... So she hands it to Ali. What does, what does Ali look like? Who, who is she handing this tabula to? Right. So Ali is wearing um, a really traditional set of Arabic gear. So he's wearing a gambilia, which is the big, long, flowing robes with the under robes underneath it. He's got a turban. Um, he's got a full sort of pull across his face. So the his face is masked as well. The only thing you can actually make out um, of Ali's features are actually just his eyes and around that section there. Um, you can see just the signs of tattoos under his eyes, like little blue tattoos going down um, underneath the veil. Um, the clothes are really well appointed. Uh, so he's obviously from a quite wealthy background. Um, that's that's what he looks like. Uh, he's not, and he's not particularly anything physically. So he doesn't look particularly big or buff or anything like that. So Those are very beautiful eyes, though, aren't they? They are. He, they are incredibly entrancing eyes. Um, so, so uh, she hands the tabula to to Ali, which is you can see has got some sort of um, bulletin breaking news flash going around on it um, right. with this this distress signal um, kind of cut and and whatever the bulletin like the the authoritarian look of of the bulletin kind of there and you know, ticker screen sort of dates that that might indicate that we've actually gone back in time in terms of the narrative from when she was originally talking and she hands it to you Ali and she says there's something more to this there's something I've got um I've got I've got Borak he's got the footage he's working on it can't quite see what they're hiding this this rescue mission they're mounting um i've got your beds on it uh you, Excellent. you need to go and find out the truth um and she um she gives you that and then she she hands over to um afra a another either a ticket or another a tabula with some data on it kind of thing and she says um get your get your ship there um we've secured it uh i've bribed some stevedores to get it into the to the rizali um so you will be you won't have to follow in the the flotilla you'll be right in the midst of it and she she hands it over what does um what does afra look like 
Afro is almost an opposite of Ali. Um, Afro is Hijra, so it's very difficult to um, tell what sex they were at birth. Uh, they have very short, their face is entirely uncovered. Uh, they don't tend to traditional clothes at all. Afro wears a, a flight suit, um, a very anonymous flight suit, uh, unbadged or badges of uh, you know clothing companies rather than yeah. anything official um, in a sort of olive gr greeny grey colour. Um, Afra has short dark hair. Um, Afra also has a large black cybernetic implant over one eye. Um, I guess giving them a slightly piratical look mm. uh, with a sort of glass shiny front in which anybody talking with her can see themselves reflected. Um, uh, she doesn't smile much and she asks very practical questions like, um, uh, can we get the, uh, uh, can we put the portal hopper in, in, into the rescue ship's hangar? Uh, yeah. We've um, all the details should be should be in in there. I've left it to um, to Barak to to arrange. Uh, I wanted to to maybe keep my head down a little bit while we're here on Coriolis, um, but yes, we can get it into into the hangar. Um, everybody is is gonna. We've got you two um, two cryo beds in with all the other rescue workers. Um, if anybody asks, maybe. Maybe your technicians or, or someone who can help with the the effort. Um, That's easy for me to say. <laughs> I don't know quite yes. know why, uh, what Ali can do. <laughs> I, um, I imagine once you get into the thick of it, uh, they won't ask too many questions. It's amazing how many people are, are rallying for this. I can't imagine we're not the we're the only ones who think there's a little bit more to this. Um, there's always more. Any story on the bulletin, there's always more behind it. There's always more. Um, she she says the... Where are we? Scroll, scroll, scroll. Um, they're gonna... Um, the the Ghazali, the Razali is, um, is gonna take a couple of portal jumps and they're going to be escorted by um by a legion ship um i'm not entirely sure why a legion ship is going on a rescue mission it feels a little bit unsettling to me surely there would be better sending and she she just sort of trails off a little bit um the the destroyer is called the the zafira um, and they'll be going ahead. Um, uh, there's a pretty penny that the 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 colon colonial agents are putting on this, so there'll be a bit of a flotilla behind behind you as well. Um, uh, the distress call um, doesn't doesn't make clear what's going to happen. Um, and from what I understand, you're going to be jumping in to anything uh, around the the gas mining colony um so so good luck this could either be one of those happy um 
He's one of those happy pieces where it's the whole horizon coming together. Look at the efforts, get some, and she looks at, uh, looks at Afro and is like, get some shots of people doing heroic things. You know, finding dogs in rubble, uh, whatever animals are in, in the third horizon. Um, cleaning babies' faces, that kind of thing. Um, Ali, get some interviews with, with rescue workers, stevedores that are out there. You know, find out how long they were trapped in, in rubble and so on. Um, trapped under a bulkhead, locked in a uh, an exo cupboard, whatever. Or this could be uh, a terrible expose of terrorism, um, mismanagement of, of property and maintenance, dangering workers. Let's find out something. Either either we'll syndicate it to some of the local systems and make some pennies as a community journalists or or we'll run this on the network and and up our subscriber count um and she she sort of um finishes her tea uh may the icons watch over you um i'm feeling a little nervous here on coriolis uh there are places i'd i'd rather be good luck um, and she pays for pays for the the chai and whatever you've had for for kind of meals and um, leaves you with the the data and that kind of stuff. Um, the the Rizali is going to leave in about five hours, so really you've only got time for like a little bit of prep here. Like I don't know whether you want to go and find a chapel and pray or spend some burr in in some of the Coriolis markets or try and find out who's going on the mission or who's going on the rescue or anything else five hours uh, uh, uh gazali leaves from the neoptra spaceport or from the net um i think it's from the spaceport okay well that makes things a little bit easier mm -hmm. we've got most of those five hours yeah so uh when we say so can we go shopping at the markets yes yeah yeah okay um actually really dumb question are we going to be able to bring our own spacesuits like so we're going to a gas mining facility is it floating around a gas giant is yeah, that so why it's, it's a gas mining floating facility around, what's the what's it called town 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 yeah so it's floating around that um right uh, it's so it's this gas mining. It floats in the atmosphere, harvests um, expensive okay. gases, useful gases, and that kind of yep. stuff. Um, you can you can take a reasonable amount of stuff and stow it in your ship, mm. and then you're going to be expected to to sort of come out the ship and join the uh, the Rizali's sleeping chambers. The the um, okay. All right, that's so, fine. I, I mean, assume we have some form of EVA or spacesuits of some description on the ship that we own. Well, I have. Uh, <laughs> I don't know about the you. Defade, the <laughs> Defade. I went to all the trouble of looking up frog in Arabic today just so I could use it. So the Defade. Um, it's not. In, no. it's, it, it's just a portal hopper. It doesn't get a name. It's a puddle jumper. <sighs> I like I, I like the idea that somewhere in the like the registration you can just make out a very vague shape of the word defare 
like it's you know like where it's like a d4 f um one three you know that kind of setup that um that uh ali is sort of taken on and afra is like it's not called that stop it um just stop it just stop wow it. anyway okay. i'm gonna have to go and buy an exo shell okay that's yeah. dandy i mean you'd assume that the rescue mission would have a, a a number of them if you wanted if you didn't want to shell out your your hard-earned burr on yeah but oh, no, that's fine. That you've looked after that you know works i always think is more precious than one you pick up from a a pile that other people have discarded yeah it's also much easier to hide a whole bunch of equipment inside your own space too mm -hmm. yeah, exactly yeah. you know where all the pockets are do that so uh i will go big and spend an awful lot of my money uh on an exosuit so i will head to the markets uh yeah, the big bustling markets in yes i feel like they're outdoors but are still indoors on coriolis and that messes with my brain a little bit afra are we do you have anything you need to buy or is it just me i think uh I don't need to buy anything. Um, I think I have to check over the equipment uh, as usual. Uh, if you've traveled with me before, you know that I always take a bath before and after any voyage. So I will be going to Hamlam, um, I think, and I will go to a temple, as I always do. Um, and I think I will pray to the dancer I may do a little bit of research and just see what I can dig out on. I, there's not going to be much there because um, uh, because I'm a firm believer that the Zenithian hegemony and the consortium uh, kind of suppress any real news. But yeah, I might they do. well data spider a little bit. Okay. Data gin a little data bit. Data gin for the Red Spider News Network. Yes. Yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, um, Ali um, heads off into the markets. It's not, I mean, we're on a space station, so I shouldn't imagine it would be too difficult to find a whole array of, of exo suits and that kind of stuff. And, you know, traders... Yeah, are... I'll point him to the Ozone Plaza. That's where all the best tech is. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, people sort of right. measuring you up and... And like, you know, oh, you know, your shoulders, good shoulders for this. And, you know, this is this, look, this extra, this and that. And, you know, trying to farm you off with all the extra quick release, self-inflated, I don't know what extra suits are. Suits yeah, all that kind of stuff. Like trying to trying to up the cost of the exosuit for you. And, you know. So, so Ali has about two and a half well over just over two and a half thousand burr left mm -hmm. to his name having spent quite a bit already yeah um he will happily blow an extra 500 burr on the exosuit so that makes it about two and a half k yeah uh to make it have the blue tile pattern so he's not <laughs> interested in any extra useful things but it will be pretty yeah so... he will make sure it's pretty so they will, yeah, custom, um, custom design. Um, they'll get the the 3D printers, the the um, the ceramic uh, painting machines yep. of of everything kicked off, and they'll say, um, for for you, my friend, for you, sir, uh, three hours. We'll have it ready in three hours. This job. Um, 
Oh, no, that's okay. Yes. No, no, that's right. I've got five. Yeah, uh, excellent. Five. Just I enough will, time to... I will go and find the appropriate way to uh, pay thanks to the gambler uh, before I uh, head off. Okay. Uh, so whilst uh, Afra has headed to the temple, I will find a place where the gambler is more present uh, and engage um, <laughs> in games of chance. Uh, to try and work out and happily lose because, of course, we know that the gambler um, both takes and gives. So yeah. I am happy to lose here so that I might win in the future. So when we pray... Oh, praying to the icons. I literally just found it. Yeah, okay. 55 it's on. Yeah. You make time for spiritual dress, especially when you pray to the same re-rolls when you pray to the same icon any time. Prayer takes person and modifier becomes plus two. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's oh. fine. Back. Wow, that's super useful, hey? Yeah. Yeah. So um, just to explain to our listeners that if you pray in advance of any encounter, then you get plus one on uh, skill, on re-rolls, uh, of skills that you um, that are relevant to that particular icon. Um, you can also, of course, um, pray in a temple or chapel, and you get plus two in that case. Mm. So I don't know how you want to rule it for something that's going to a casino, which which could be argued to be a uh, chapel to the uh, to the gambler. But um, personally, I prefer to do my prayer in a chapel. And I'm also praying to the gambler, but in a more uh, official way. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I quite like the idea that somewhere in Lower Coriolis is a, a chapel that has some kind of front front half of the, the chapel has got some, some tables of chance or something, and then further back and, and that kind of thing. When I, when I was in a particular region of Thailand, a lot of the Buddhist temples there had little um, sort of collection boxes that involved a train going round under a slot. Mm -hmm. And obviously your donation was worth a lot more if you managed to drop your coin through the slot at the time the train was underneath and it got carried round the track. So I, I can understand there are some gambling temples around. Yeah, so something like that. Like... And and I imagine that they are all chance. Like there's there's limited amounts of of skill in in whatever the the events Ali is is joining in. Um, Absolutely. Uh, rather than rather than like actual sort of poker style style things, because obviously the temple wants to win, and and we want to mitigate the the ability of of the winning, if you will. Um, so we, we take some time to do that. Afra wanted to do some some data ginning. Yeah. With their time. I'm just going to do this from a public terminal. Okay. Um, but I just want to kind of go through references. There have been, there's been news items about this mm -hmm. uh, tower incident, rumours uh, with other Legion. You mentioned Legion being involved. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure I've heard that... Um, uh, that the uh, the Order of the Martyr involved mm -hmm. and have been quite isolationist, so I'm kind of intrigued with that. What can I find out? I can find out 
absolutely nothing unless I utter a prayer to the messenger, which I might do. Yeah. And spend it and give you a darkness point. I put them in the shelf. And um, no, I'm afraid I know nothing. No, it's all bulletin, all bulletin yeah. stuff. So typical suppression. Yeah, you can't trust any of it. Um, but you, yeah, you're right. There is, there's things about um, the the order of the martyr. Uh, this is, this is almost um, an unprecedented, unprecedented level of cooperation um, in both the retrofitting of the Rosali, which is originally a big, beautiful uh, luxury cruiser, um, and um you know uh companies and and people have have donated um equipment stasis pods um salvage companies have given over some some of the the bits that they would have claimed to to retrofit um almost 500 um stasis beds in the in the ship um there's about 200 of them are going to be filled um with the expectation that the other three hundred or so will be used for returning survivors from the um from the uh the disaster whatever's happened out there um and so um everything else is is yeah very sanitary very um clean for broadcast suitable uh stuff from the the bulletin that you've probably already kind of dismissed as not the whole truth um that kind of thing they probably don't mention the legion so much when they're they're talking about this rescue effort um there are probably some interviews with plucky plucky captains who are signing up to save whoever or you know interviews with like oh i've got um a sixth cousin twice removed who works on the gas giant and um they they don't deserve to to suffer it's great that the the colonial agency is is rallying this it's it's amazing how everybody's cooperating and it, it's thoroughly unsatisfying in everything you find from them cool yeah. um right. so then i think uh ali and i will meet at a predetermined time mm -hmm. load the stuff he's bought into the back of the portal hopper mm -hmm. and um and then uh take a trip into the hangar bay of the Ghazali. Yeah, so so you can see that um, as they they load up the, the ships and as you, you make your way in and they s set everything in, um, it is very much like a let's get the things installed now rather than um, rather than a, a, a thoughtful job. And you can see it, it it's a, a strange mishmash of really old beautiful murals on the sides of the hangar and the the corridors and um worn carpets and and a luxury of of a time not sort of used anymore and then honking great cables from one end of things to plug run power supplies and crates and boxes sort of strapped to one side of the wall in ugly cargo netting and and that kind of stuff people still kind of welding or or uh, you know, working on things on one side of the stuff, other people directing um, folks who are getting off their own ships or perhaps haven't come on a ship like 
foot passenger style, you know, through the cargo bays and onto into the um, the belly of the the Rizali themselves, uh, directing people around. You can see that there are a few um, few folks who look like they are crew rather than workers, um, marshalling people around, and it it it's it's very aggressively busy in in the the Rizali. Like quick, we need to get to this, get on this, and and get off. Um, you um. Once you're you're sort of got your your portal hopper um, stowed, uh, it's it's a little bit of a contrast because your your ship that isn't called the uh, the frog or anything like that. Um, <laughs> just a portal hopper. Just a portal hopper. Um, is quite small in comparison with with the other um, vessels. Like you can see that there are people here who have got like salvage ships with with you know, external equipment for maneuvering parts of what is assumed the gas rig is going to be maybe broken, hauling bits of it around. Um, some of them look like, um, you know, space ambulance style things and that sort of stuff. But, and then we've got you, this little two-person portal hopper. Just, Class one. Yeah. So just, it is. Yeah. Just there in the corner. Um, and... Um, you're then kind of directed through the corridors of um, of the Rosali to to where you're gonna gonna um, go into to the to stasis while they do the jumps. Uh, you go ahead, Thomas. Uh, I'm just yeah. going to um, stow. Uh, um, Ali doesn't quite put things away properly, so I'm just going to properly okay. uh, stow his. Um, his new extra shell, and uh, then well, I'm sure that he's not looking. I'll just give the um, uh, portal hopper kind of stroke as I leave it and uh, whisper something to it, but uh, not for anybody else to hear. And then um, I'll, I'll follow after Ali. Mm -hmm. So if Ali's being directed slash escorted um, to the to the cryotubes. Uh, I want to see if I can talk to any of the crew while I'm on my way there. Like, yeah. you know, so, so, uh, ship, Shipman Suleiman, Shipman Suleiman, I believe. I, I can see and you on he, your name tag there. And he says, oh, no, um, Suleiman is, is the AI. Sorry, my name is oh. um, uh, Rahim. Sorry. Oh, well, Shipman Rahim, tell me. Um, there's been a lot of commentary about, you know, the destroyer that's just outside sort of points port points pointlessly through a portal. He has no idea whether the Legion destroyer is out there or not, and nor does he care. Um, it's it's doesn't it strike you as somewhat odd that you know we're getting escorted by a military warship on a basically what is you know really a, a rescue mission? I mean, I find that quite fascinating. What are your thoughts on that, Click? <laughs> so um so shipman rahim kind of looks at you a bit and says um well i i hadn't do you, i hadn't thought about it like that we don't know what's what's going to be at the end of the second jump um could be could be anything there could have been pirates or could have been um, just a, a, a natural disaster. They're they're better equipped to to go into them, that sort of situation than the Rizali. Um, oh, okay. So oh, that's, that's a 
Good insight. Good insight, Karim and Rahim. And he, um, he starts to do look You have worried. to have a relative on Toen. <laughs> <laughs> he starts to look, he's like, should should I be worried? Should I be concerned about this? No, nothing to nothing to worry about. What We're is, all here to help. What, uh, no, um, I'm just I'm here for the danger pay. There's there's extra oh, extra money right. in in this mission. Um, we weren't mm. gonna. It's volunteers only for the crew. Uh, like right. you. Right. Wow. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Look. I felt compelled. I felt compelled. I could not. I could not look away from the suffering of others. And he. And he, as. Oh, go on. Go on. No, all I was going to say is, and as I move away from, um, Kruman Rahim, you hear Ali going, heartwarming story in the face of human adversity. My ass. Yeah. As he <laughs> gets into the. <laughs> gets into the cryopod. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, as you as you uh, are sort of led through these corridors, and there is like um, old, worn tapestries, and you can see this was a luxury liner, um, and you're sort of led into what at some point was probably a a grand ballroom, um, and is now just just got banks of of cryo sleep right. kind of thing. They've just fit it everywhere and you can see that the, the a lot of these are already filled and you kind of filter along um past another one um into into what was probably like a dining area attached to a ballroom and you kind of move into there and there's more and more people asleep you can see technicians just checking over all the extra beds and that kind of stuff and you you make your way into what is is probably quite deep within the ship and and now you're among some of the last ones to be sort of you know what would it be um seated bedded prepared for the journey bedded i think yeah bedded turned into corpsicles yeah there's a lot of ways to describe it (laughs) Um, and yeah you're you're now like in some sort of what probably was a cabin but it's a huge cabin um and there's there's 10 beds um probably seven or eight of them already filled um, and and Krumen Rahim goes, uh, Ali, this one is for you. And then, and he, he looks around and, and probably like eventually Afra kind of. I'm, I'm chasing up after the guy, so yeah. I'm arriving about the time. Yeah. And then one for you. Um, and he says something along the lines of, you know, may the deckhand watch over you or may the, you know, keep you safe kind of thing as he, he seats you in your, your beds um there is a uh, uh, sort of i imagine some sort of head up display like a, a pre-recorded message um which is uh the captain of the 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 vessel um captain al um al uh, Kareshes, and he plays this this kind of message to you which um is like the uh the Serati colony has sent the distress signal, um, and we are part of the response team. What we expect to find after the jump to Tawan is not clear, um, and you should have all heard the message by now. We are being escorted by the Legion destroyer Zafira, Zafira, and we will make the jump immediately after her. The Serabi colony um, is a gas giant orbiting the, the system's largest planet. Um, about 300 col- colonists, mainly miners, plus a few scientists, uh, since we're going in blind, no orders have been issued. Sensor sweeps will tell us more when we get there. Uh, all non-essential personnel like yourselves are to immediately go on ice and sleep their way through the jumps. The icons are with us. 
the deckhand smiles in the bed next to you, and the Trevolo keep watches us on the bridge. See you all in Tawan. Sleep tight. And then we, we sort of have the, the cold, icy embrace of, of the ice. Cryo. Yeah. Okay. And, and if we were in a film, that's where we'd fade and we'd have credit, you know, opening credits. Uh, nice. But we're, but we're not. We're, we're, on, we're on Twitch. Um, and I can't afford that in terms <laughs> of making stuff. Um, <laughs> so, so sometime, we don't know when. Um, how, who would? Let's see. Let me have a look on... Um, Hmm. What would it be? Um, who would have... Who's got the highest... Yeah, I think it would be strength. Who's got the highest strength out of the two of you? Is it Afra? I'm three strength. I think you're three as well, Thomas. I am. Ali has three strength. Nice. Um, that's not helpful, though. So... Um, for nothing let's each of you roll a d6 let's see who who is, gets the higher number i got a two oh, i got one <laughs> one and a two all right okay so so ali um yes. uh there's a strange kind of feeling you still feel cold um you your head is heavy there is a flashing lights um and but no sound um and you wake up in your your um stasis tube um and you you realize it's not the normal um wake up procedure uh almost yep. as if um you've been jolted like there's nobody there to open the 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 door and help you out or you know normally there's some, probably some sort of hot drink or or something to to revive the senses um it's all silent uh lights are flashing um there's probably a muffled kind of sound uh somewhere but the glass and the the head just can't you, you can't process what's going on and then and then suddenly you realize like the the white Plush, uh, pulses of light and the red light strips around the, yep. the floor it's emergency lighting there's some kind of emergency happening okay so first question mm -hmm. can i get out of the status tube by myself yeah yeah all right so i will punch the release or whatever it is that mm -hmm. gets the assumedly the um hood to open um clamber out in my white under robes mm -hmm. um look around first thing what do i see so so looking around this small room with the the 10 beds you can see that um afra um there in in their bed a little way over um you can see like uh the hud the sort of display on the outside is is like yep. um uh emergency revival procedure active um, and, and it's bleeping through. You can see see lights going on in there. Um, some of the others around the room, you can see um, emergency revival not viable on, on their sort of screens. Some of them have just got flat out, like, 
flat lines would you like us to assign a coroner or priest kind of things on the front and that kind of th stuff um lights are flashing the 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 led strips that have been installed around are flashing white and red um you can hear like clanging and and clattering uh, echoing maybe through the dining room or the ballroom further up um there are no klaxons going off which you'd maybe expect um and and the air um the air around here is is all sort of acrid and and there's definitely a fire of some sort not far away okay uh so my first action will be to make sure that afra is going to come out of cryostasis okay mm -hmm. uh, i don't actually have any medical skills so that's probably not going to go well but that's what i will try and do first of all so i will go and confirm that afra is coming out of cryostasis okay yeah, um and so, then uh, so it's just cycling through like you assume that because they were maybe one bed up it's just working its way through yeah. in an automatic kind of I, I can't remember the right word like sequence progression yeah progression yeah, yeah, yeah um yeah. and in a moment or two afra will will you'll be able to open the door and and help them out right so is he the last because he was almost the last person to go in so is yeah. he the last person to be woken up in this room at least like the, okay. the might right. have been there might have been a couple more behind you but certainly you were among the last on the 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 rosali okay so are there any other people coming out of cryotubes or are we the only two it viable looks, recoveries it looks like in this room you're the only other two who who will be making it out of of cryo okay um right well then i will wait for afro to wake up mm -hmm. um i will put on the rest of my robes so that i'm appropriately attired because that matters mm -hmm. uh what of our equipment am i able to have carried with me not a question we checked earlier but i know right? i will ask now not like i knew yes um, so so if you've got so this is a question would you would you um have stowed maybe i know you've got some small arms so if it's small or if it's light you might have been able to have stashed it in amongst your robes or in your locker there next to your your stasis tube Okay. Uh, all of my weapons are light weapons, uh, nice. quite so deliberately. There's... The question I probably have more is the environmental scanner that I happen to have. Ah. Um, so, would you you'd taken that out of um, of the ship and carried it with you, kind of thing, or? Probably not, actually, in reality. So let's assume it's in the ship. Um, so the only things I will have on me are my weapons because mm -hmm. I can carry them. Mm -hmm. um, my Jambelia is actually armoured. I have protective clothing uh, associated with it, so I'm actually wearing armour. And I'm probably carrying my short-range communicator, yeah. which I pack. Not that it does a lot in this circumstance, but I have it all the same. Mm -hmm. um, so on that note, uh, I will wait for Afra to wake up, and once Afra's awoken, uh, we will get dressed. I'm not going to go off and explore by myself. I'm definitely going to wait for Afra's consciousness before I move out of the room. Good plan, good plan. So, so yeah, there are some tense moments as we wait for, for Afra to, to rouse from consciousness 
not sure whether we should press like any of the buttons on the front of the stasis tube to maybe wake them up like does this make it go faster like no we'll not we'll not touch no. um and eventually afra yeah you you wake up in a similar fashion to ali um it's disorientating you're still still too cold for a normal um normal revival routine um the lights are flashing and there's a very i assume anxious looking alley um stood watching yeah. you wake up that's the sort of face i want to wake up to well, i don't know it might be ali is very handsome not staring at me like that with that without entrancing eyes yeah. don't forget i have entrancing eyes mm -hmm. oh you do yeah <laughs> is that yes i do yeah. maybe and right now that's all you can see um, so my eyes flicker awake. Um, uh, I take a few moments. You know, I'm used to, to flashing lights and things going wrong because I'm a pilot mm -hmm. and that's why pilots pray to the gambler. Um, but this is all kind of strange and, you know, not in, not coming out of cryo sleep. So I'm a little bit shaken by this. Um, uh, and there's Afra on the other side of this thing, looking at me through this. Uh, you through the perspex, or have you lifted the cover off? No, 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 no. Because I'm deeply worried I'll kill you if I've done anything <laughs> to alter the flow. So right. no, what you've got is Ali tapping on the top of the thing to see when you wake up. It's like tap, 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 nothing. Oh, that's tap, tap, tap. That's probably and the so first just... thing that, that I hear, and that's really unusual for cryo sleep. But yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I, I give you a thumbs up in the end and then I uh, find the self-release toggle mm -hmm. and uh, uh, press that or pull that, whatever is required, yeah. to let the hydraulics lift the, uh, lift the front, lift the canopy off. Um, Ali, what, uh, what's going on? I have no idea. However, I suspect something very bad has happened to the ship because... There were 10 of us in this room. Two of us are currently alive. Okay. At which point I kind of sit bolt upright. Mm -hmm. and the first question I have to ask is, are we out of portal space? How do you know? Well, you're not <laughs> mad. So I'm guessing we probably got through portal space before we woke up. But um, Could explain why I think everyone's dead. But no, I suspect it's. I suspect we are out of portal space. That being the test. Okay, I will have a look around the other. Is there anybody else savable? Because I do have Medikurgi and I do have tech skills. Yeah, sure. So um, I may be able to. Uh, so, so this is um, yeah, this is a Medikurgi role. Medikurgi. I'm not great at Medikurgi, I have to say, Medikurgi. but um, I'll give it a go. Uh, I didn't praise the Lady of Tears, who I think is medical. I can't remember. I should get my. I should have that list of who you pray to for all these different things. But I'm rolling five dice on nice. Medicogi, and I get a success. Okay. Um. So, so maybe the next two up from Ali. Um, as you as you look at them, um, a bunch of like medical diagnostics stream over the the information um a lot of it every now and again 
glitches kind of thing like it's not operating or it's not plugged into the to the main system in in enough of a way to use its its full processes whatever's happening here is is purely the the processes and the the capability of the the stasis chamber um and you get the get the idea that if you um if you let these folks out you're gonna need to find some medicine for them pretty quick um there's some sort of radiation sickness or radiation poisoning that they've sustained um it's not it's not life-threatening while they're they're essentially in cryo but if you were to to revive them um they might start start suffering with it because obviously the the metabolism brings back up and things start happening did you bring your environment scanner we need to check for radiation well on that no bring the environment Uh, scanner no, you I bought it away. the econ Dion. I bought everything we're going to need because we're reporters. You, you packed it away on the Defadi. It's in the Defadi. What? The, oh, the, the frog. The frog. The puddle jumper, portal hopper, whatever you call it. It's on the frog. I don't know where it is. It's not here. You but packed aside, it away. But aside yeah. from those two, a couple of, of beds up, everybody else is like terminal no point reviving will die pretty sharpish triage level of computer decisions here um right Right. okay so um those two we could save their lives but i don't want to do it until we know what our resources are is there some sort of um notification i can put on their displays you know tap in do not open without medical attention sort of thing I'll put that message on for anybody that follows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we need to find some crew here and find out what's going on. Mm-hmm. We do. But I think the first thing we need to do is turn on the recon drone so that we can start recording. Uh, very well. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I will get that going. And that's an observation role, apparently, using the recon drone. Although, is it a techni- technology role to actually get it turned on an observation when it's working? think i think you know how to switch this this is like part of your job i think you know how to to set it up and get it in the the kind of journalistic tracking mode sort of thing um yeah. if okay. we're gonna... so now this all ornate i'm sure uh brass and good looking because this is i mean you know there's military check like this as well but this is especially converted for the job we have to do yeah so um, I'm sure it looks quite nice, and I'm sure there's brass involved in it. And anyway, it, it extends its little um, uh, scarab wings or whatever, and then floats out of the um, case in which I carry it, mm-hmm. and is uh, currently just programmed to follow us around, focused mostly on Ali, of course, because mm-hmm. that's where I normally point it. Um, and we've got that with us now. Yeah, so it, it, it sort of takes up its standard kind of, getting getting alley and frame procedure little spotlight kind of thing perhaps to make make them look good and yeah it's up and going um, right so i turn so as soon as it's flying as soon as it's up in the air alley instantly turns to the camera um <laughs> and looks directly at it and says we've woken up people are dying there's fires on the ship we don't know what's going on but we're about to find out Cut. 
and then he, you know, basically turns around to take a take a shot of the whole room. Yeah, so and then the moves out. Doing it's it's. You Don't know, tell me my job. I know my job. Be real <laughs> stuff. Um, this is the bit we have to re- edit out every time. <laughs> and then I walk out the door. <laughs> All right, so we walk out into into the fi- um, the the fine dining room that we came through, which connects to a ballroom sort of thing. Um, and you can see like the the banks of the the cryostasis tubes here are all that similar red notice as we we make our way out towards the edge of the 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 Rizali. Um, all of them are the just red lights kind of through. Um, By the media, cheers! There are so many dead here. What's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, and and you can hear like echoing and cr- uh, like clanging around the ship as well um like clattering um we make our way throughout and into the corridor um that we we came up to um it is dark there is only emergency lighting um we're not entirely sure of the layout because we really only came from like the the docks the cargo kind of hold uh somewhere on the other side of the the ship will be a bridge Presumably, there's some sort of repurposed room as a, a um, meta center, or the, there might be a chapel somewhere. What are we? Are we just going to head towards the docks? Do we want to head towards? Well, first of all, I'm looking for crew. Is there yeah. anybody in the uniform of the crew here? No. No. There's no. There's you not seen another living soul. Okay. Uh, so I shout out. Uh, Suleiman, are you online? Suleiman, are you online? Um, Suleiman does not appear, apparate, whatever, whatever the right descriptive oh, that was, words. That was the gin, right? That was the uh, ship gin. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, okay. Uh, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's his name. Uh, yeah. It was. Yes. Uh, right. Um, if we're going to save those two, we've got to find uh, uh, the sick bay. I, yeah, so the medical the medical centre. signage around? Um, we look around a bit. It's quite dark, but we use the the drone to to perhaps light different parts to to mm-hmm. work out. Um, let me just see. Scroll, scroll, scroll. And so, just to mention, about every mm, minute or so, no, probably every couple of minutes. Um, Ali is, you know, making some comment to the drone about what he's seen. It doesn't matter what it is. He's commenting on it. You know, we found these people, you know, we found this broken material. We don't know what it means. And it's completely uninformed commentary. I think that's the most important thing to comment on at this point. It's, it's just... He has no idea what's going on, but he's filling space, which is actually how he's dealing with his stress because he's obviously quite stressed. Oh, we don't have that mechanic in this game. I know that one. <laughs> Yes, I punish my players frequently with it. It's great. Um, we do have mind points if you want to give us stress. It works a bit differently, but um... no, no, not yet. It, it does. It does say some things, but not yet. Um, all right. So, um, so there is scrawled on the wall. Um, eventually, you find, um, and it's directing you further towards the front of the ship. Um, uh, a medical, a medical bay. Um, um, escape pods and bridge 
um, which the bridge will be in its original sort of Rizali kind of beautiful. Um, yeah, at the pointy end, beautiful yeah. illuminated font with like gold leaf that's probably scratched and chipped off. And then underneath you've got probably some sort of Sharpie, space Sharpie, um, meta bay that way kind of thing. And then there's probably like spa and um, theater and, and that kind of stuff written underneath it in the illuminated font. And one of them's crossed out and it's like, you know, cargo bay three kind of thing, stasis chamber seven, that sort of stuff. Um, so further up the ship, Further up the ship, we're 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 going to follow our way. Right, um, right. So we're going away from the hangar, are we now? Um, you're going like on the other side of the ship. So if the hangars and stuff are one side, you're sort of going on the other side towards the pointy bit at the front. Um, I'm, I'm trying my best to remember and work out what the quickest way to the hangar is. Yeah. If we need to get back there, mm. um, just bearing in mind that our exosuits are there. Yeah. Mm. Uh, okay. I knew I should have worn mine to the status tubes. I just knew it. Okay. We must have cluttered up the status bay. Would have tripped over it and broken our noses on the first in the dark. Absolutely there. true. And someone would have chipped one of the tiles. Yeah, wouldn't have been as classy. On your suit, yeah, yeah. The chipped tiles on your suit are the biggest priority we have. <laughs> um, who is in the it's lead? The is detail. It... Is it... Oh no, it's definitely Ali who's in the lead because I he's got to be in camera frame. I to Ali in all these things, even while I make snide comments. Okay, so yep. so Ali, um, at a and as you come up to kind of like a, an intersection um, yep. in the in the the corridors, um, you can the the acrid smell of the fire seems to have died down, um, and I imagine you've probably done like I don't know. Um, a little bit of of crime scene style um, investigation yes, yes. and that kind of stuff. You're yes. not necessarily unaccustomed. There's a definite waft, even though the the air cyclers are not going on here. There's a definite wasp waft of 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 blood um, coming up from a coppery a coppery tang in the air, perhaps. That's indeed, yeah, um, from the intersection up ahead. Right. Ali, uh, sorry, Afra. Mm -hmm. Do you have your weapon? No. Right. So Ali reaches into his robes and sort of goes. So you can have either the hand fan or the gun. <laughs> I just reach casually for the gun and look at it. What is it? It's small. It is literally the smallest firearm you have ever seen. I, I, I did note that it's called the it's called the Vulcan cricket, and I do have the the direct image of the cricket from uh, what was Men it? In Men Black. in Black one. Yeah, little it's tiny. The little yeah. the noisy cricket, I think, was its original title. Mm -hmm. um, so he passes over the only weapon he knows how to use, trusting that Afra knows how to use it better, um, and pulls out his hand fan which lights up yeah. along the edges. <laughs> <laughs> it is indeed the lightsaber of hand fans um, and moves carefully now. Afra, I don't know if you've noticed, but I smell something not so good. That, and Yes. Starts, you stay here. I'll go and check, actually. Um, now, 
little known fact about Ali, he's actually quite stealthy. Um, oh, well. Okay, he's okay at stealthy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of those moments. Ah, uh, uh, yeah, um, what is it? Uh, sorry. Um, year zero engine dice rolling. How could I miss it? Uh, yeah, no, that'll be no successes. Um, so he creeps up to the uh, corridor trying to be as stealthy as possible while Afra illuminates him with, with the, the recon. Drone. Yeah, I like it. Okay. <laughs> drone as he creeps up. All right, so you can see um, almost um, scattered over this, this intersection, um, it looks like a number of dead bodies. Um, and as you, as you creep closer, um, the recon drone behind you just sort of illuminates. You can see there is a lot of blood here. Um, and and these these bodies look like they've been ripped and torn apart. Right. That didn't happen as... Well, maybe it did. There's no damage to the corridor itself, though, is there? So, like, structurally, the no, it, corridor it looks, looks fine. fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, I actually have survival skill. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that's applicable. Um, I also have weirdly culture. I have a lot of culture, but I have survival skills. So I actually want to sort of examine the scene and see if there's anything I can ascertain in relation to what might have caused all of this damage. Sure. Yeah, you can make a survival roll. Survival test, as it's called. Four dice. Two successes. Nice. Nice. Uh, so that'll do, Pig. That'll do. Um, so. Okay. So so we look over this. There's, there's around about four individuals here. Um, all of the bodies are, are horribly mutilated, torn apart. As you kind of crouch closer and you look over them, um, you spot that they there is some sort of like predator's style teeth marks like some some animal has has torn these these folks to bits um you can see in some parts that the whatever's killed them has also begun eating them like there are chunks that are um and in that kind of worry you know um worried sort of yep. shaking the head to remove chunks which is why the the area is just covered in bits of human um, um whatever happened here um, they stopped eating at some point and left, um, and they've gone. Um, they've gone west, whereas you want to go north through the through the the ship if you want to the pointy bit. They've gone west over towards the direction of of the docks. Oh, good. That, we that'll be, go well. Uh, spore or 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 giblets or whatever heading off to the west, like. Mm -hmm definite evidence that whatever creatures have done this have moved west mm -hmm. and not where we're going not where you're going okay i am still going to stop and make a prayer to the judge at this point changing my preparatory prayer from the gambler sure. no chapel but still uh i'm i'm looking to aim aim, aim true with this yeah yeah i would i would expect um, so Oh, I see how that works. Right, okay. Uh, I'm going to whiz my uh, recon drone a little bit down the corridor to the west, mm -hmm. uh, uh, about as far as 
well, at least until the next um, sort of turning in the corridor junction. Uh, and I'm looking there for evidence that um, uh, uh, as to where they might have gone. Okay, yeah, I think that would be, um, is it observation to use that? Is that? Does it give you a bonus? Yeah. Yeah. Um, observation, yeah, sorry, uh, just work calling me. Um, which, given that I'm on furlough, um, I shouldn't be reading, but anyway, there we go. Um, <laughs> but I can ignore. Uh, so observation is wits, four dice, five dice. Oh, and a bonus for the... Uh, recon probe. I didn't write down my recon probe bonus. Give me a moment. Damn it. Recon probe plus three. Plus three. Oh, that's handy, Harry. Stick that in the oven. Yeah. Recon probe explodes. I get three, four successes. Four successes. Okay. So you you follow the tracks down um, to maybe the next intersection. Um, and you can see that they do continue um, on. Um, among these, these predators or whatever they were, it looks like there's then a, a scuffle between them. Like you can see that these bloody paw prints, these footprints, um, and they do look like paw prints. Um, scuffle amongst themselves there's there's almost like a a pool of blood um and then and then um the majority of this this pack of, of beasts continues ahead and whatever was was the loser yeah the loser slowly is is you can see a much there's heavier pools of blood as it follows limping along behind Right, and just just in these pools of blood, have I got a size? Are we looking at Scavara or Nekatra-sized uh, predators? Um, I think you're looking at Nekatra-sized predators. Right. Um, I don't have much familiarity with Nekatra, um, uh, but I will take a still mm -hmm. and uh, flip that over to Ali's communicator um can you identify that footprint is it Nakatra? i ask uh i can certainly try that seems like another survival check would seem like the most logical answer is that reasonable yeah yeah very oh, one success so that's a win yeah um pretty pretty definitely uh you might have seen these before you might have um studied this but yeah it looks like nakatra okay cool um so what are nakatra <laughs> uh the legion use them as soldiers mm. uh, semi-intelligence uh they're also pretty big and um they're inclined to eat people <laughs> awesome and they're on the ship yeah and they're on the ship they may have been on the ship to help us but uh i'm i don't I'm think that's going so well why they're on the ship or what mood they're in now <laughs> uh 
you know, th there are people I'm aware of in the Legion that can communicate with them and, um, you know, they do follow orders. But uh, these ones, I have no idea. Yeah. I'm going to go with not so much at the moment. Um, so, oh, well, quick cut to the camera. Ali looks at the camera. We've just discovered the Legion has lost control of some semi-intelligent Necra. We don't know where that's going to land, but based on the evidence before us, we think the Legion's going to have to be answering questions when we get back to port. And then turns back. Right. So, um, you know, we've got to make... We'll say, we've got to make, Otto Voce, we don't know the Legion of Catra. <laughs> story, story. Story first. Um, story first, story first. Um, now, I do have culture... I do have quite a bit of culture. Yeah. So the Necra, the Necra, like, I mean, Nekatra, so out of, yeah. Necatra, sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so out of character for a second, there's a whole sort of humanist view of, of non-human species going on, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. the word semi-intelligent is absolutely about humans defining a whole bunch of alien species as less than them. I wouldn't say alien. Possibly biosculpted species. Yeah. Um, yes. True. Yes, because we yeah. also happen to define humanite. Humanite. There's humans, then there's humanites. Then there's then there's intelligences. I think is the other, way Yeah. Yeah. Other other too. creatures. Yeah. Okay. Um, do I know anything about Nakatra culture? So they've obviously had a stoush. Are they like a pride species? Do they fight for dominance? Is there a way this might be valuable information at some later point? Um, yeah, make a culture roll then, yeah. All right, finally, something I'm good at. Um, he says, This is Coriolis. We don't, we don't use skills we're good at. No, no, and I'm fully expecting to get no successes as a result of my cursing myself. No, I got one. Okay, that wasn't terrible. All right, so... so um so they have like um packs um they're often led by um a female alpha um right. they have a very strong predatory drive um, um and they can be um very much like a clever girl kind of situation um oh nice yeah yeah that's lovely Big calculating okay. in their in their um efforts you clever, clever girl. Clever girl. Um, okay. Uh, let's hope we don't end up with that line being used in this particular episode. Um, right. Great. Okay. Well, I will share that limited amount of information I have about Nakatra with Afra. But based on the evidence before us, we're going to keep on heading north, right? Because they're heading west. We're certainly in no position to go and pick a fight with a bunch of slavering, giant, predatory humanoids neither of us really cut the mustard in hand-to-hand -hand combat with giant predatory predatory humanoids my intention is not to let them get close enough to be involved in hand-to-hand -hand combat with um i like that how point. many shots does this cricket have <laughs> um i don't know how actually that's the one thing I uh, the mechanic the me mechanic of coriolis is it runs out when uh millie spends the darkness point Oh, nice. Oh, good. That's easy then. Um, so it's like rolling a panic roll. I've um, only got three darkness die. points right now. That's all. Nice. 
All right. Through. Well, we continue. We continue north. Okay. Yeah. So we can. Oh, by the way, yeah. there weren't any weapons lying around the bodies, were there? Just. I don't know. Do you loot the checking. dead cor- tor- corpses? They can't be effective weapons. weapons. Otherwise, there wouldn't be corpses. Let yeah. us assume the effective <laughs> weapons are on the guys who aren't lying here in pieces. Um. So. So yeah, you a glance over them. I mean, they've got. You know, you could see like there's. There's most of a, a lower torso there with trousers and pockets on. One of them's got a tool belt around his uh, their legs, and there's a, a hydro spanner or something in it, which would serve as a blunt instrument if you wanted to club something to get death. Um, this one looks surprisingly unbloodied um, or unused as a, a, a weapon. Um, they might have bits and pieces on them if you want. If you want to search well, I'm, them, sure. but... I'm going to grab that tool belt anyway, mm-hmm. just as a technician and yep. knowing, um, you know, you at least need to have a bottle of WD-40 Some and a roll tape. And cut tape to do anything in this world. Yep, yep. So we grab the tool belt, um, maybe shake off like a bit of, a bit of viscera yeah. Yeah, onto the plomp. Um, strap okay. that, put that around. Um and continue north towards towards where we we think we're going to get some some a, some ability to communicate with the ship or some system update or something. Um, um, how do we how do we do like a group test in here? I know like in in some others it's like the person with the lowest um, the lowest stat makes the roll. How do we do it in Coriolis? Particularly defined here, except for the obvious uh, thing, and the mechanic doesn't particularly work if we all make a roll. Mm-hmm. Um, there is the help thing. The help thing in um, in Coriolis, you have to have the skill to be able to offer help, okay. which is the same in, in everything. And that isn't the same in all of them. Uh, so it depends. Yeah. So I was reading. Actually, it might not be relevant, but I was reading about this in um, Forbidden Lands literally yesterday. And so the approach they took was if you are doing an opposed role with something where like so so stealth it's the worst skill mm-hmm. yeah but observation is the highest because only one person needs to notice something yeah. um so it's the person with the highest observation skill who rolls observation but it's the least quiet person so the that person with the sense. lowest stealth skill who makes the stealth roll right so as an example Right. Or infiltration, I should say, in, um, in, in this game. Um, so, so, yeah, who's got the highest observation? So I have um, four dice. I roll five dice on observation. Yeah. So we can make an observation test. And we've been, we've been walking through the, like, the echoey, strange corridors of, of the Rizali for, for a good 30 or so minutes. It's like... A startlingly long thing to walk through when you don't have the the lifts or the space golf carts to get you around the luxury cu- cruiser. Um, but yeah, we can make an observation test after we've been going for a while. Can I ask Millie whether this would be one that's enhanced by the fact that I'm also running the recon drone at the moment? Yeah, I think it would. Yeah, so you can have your plus three with that. I've definitely got that observation. So I only get one success though. Okay. So, so I guess the the recon drone is perhaps trained to um, enhance or pick up uh, audio, like speech. It's set to recognize that. Um, 
and and the notification or the 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 alert or or however um afra finds out or is alerted to it um it it asks you like would you like to uh, enhance dialogue or focus on dialogue um ahead yes, and normally of course what it does is it filters out extraneous speech and focuses on uh ali on ali's talking but i can turn that filter off i'm pretty sure when i mm. notice that the the other mic sensors uh, just showing a little bit of something in the corner so uh, i will um put my finger to my mouth uh, hopefully ali's got my attention and mm. i will tell him to shut up and um enhance that other channel from the perimeter mics yeah so so it's quite low um and you can hear uh, it, it's having trouble distinguishing between maybe two or three different voices. Um, but the the subtitles or whatever, like the voice to text, it, it's sort of bringing up for you. It's like, maybe they know what's going on. That one, that one looks like it's got technology. They know they, they, they should have medicine. Go out and talk to them. No, we wait for them to go past and then we just, we just, we just take it. They look too fancy to to give a care about us, and that kind of conversation is mm -hmm. is going on. Um. Uh, Sir Ali, I whisper. Yes. What is it, Ephra? Just around the corner here, and I I can identify where these guys are. Can yeah, I? Yeah, yeah. It's it's just yeah. So clearly oh, they're 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 up ahead. They've got a bit of an eye line on you, um, but um, the darkness and and perhaps the. The light that you have There's from the ambush. drone is is maybe messing with your night vision to not pick them out so well. So I said, um, desperate, not not bad, but uh, they, they're planning to jump us. Um, right. I will perhaps then take command. Okay. This one, and I'll say. Um, We know you're there. You're armed. We're armed. Come out with your hands up, and I will use my command roll, which is not great. Okay. But I will do it anyway. Let me see. And it is three dice. Wow. <laughs> that doesn't work. But we'll see what. Did you what did, did you say three dice? I said three dice. My empathy is two. I have command because I was in officer training. I was in flight school. I've had officer training, but um, nice. I'm not good at it. <laughs> um, where is this person's? Uh, no, not you, not you. Up, up, up. Up, up, up. There they are. All right. So, so um from around the corner um you hear you hear like a voice um shout back um we have um we have people behind you throw down your medicine and kick it forwards um you can probably do this better than me ali but perhaps yeah. Tell them that if they work with us, we might all get medicine. But um, we're on our way to the 
or MedLab now, but whatever to, you to want to the MedLab, yeah. My friends, my friends, please, there is no need for violence. Um, we are we are fellow travellers trapped on the ship like yourselves. We seek only to find medicine as well. We have none at this point. Perhaps if we work together, we can find it. Um, and I will roll my manipulation skill, yeah, uh, which is much more my thing. Um, unless I can roll culture, but I assume I roll manipulation no, no, for these types of things. Definitely, we're trying to manipulate these dudes. So now, can they get? Can, bonus can they see me? Which I think should be six or seven. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, they can definitely see you from the light in the the. Program. Oh well. Yeah. I've got entrancing eyes. Mm -hmm. I do have entrancing eyes. Yeah. Um, so uh, I will roll my eight dice nice. and get exactly one success, but it's <laughs> one. Um, um, so so you reach out to them. Um, try to try to to call on on cooperation um, and and so on. And I think the um, maybe maybe Afra spots like the 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 voice to text that the the recon drone it picks up in, and is it it's like is that that one from the from the 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 news network kind of thing? Um, they must know what's going on and um somebody stepped uh, i tell ali that they watch red spider yeah they watch red spider um, oh i was hoping it was krum and rahim no oh. um so so somebody steps out like this this chap steps out um and um into the light of the the drone um and you can see he's wearing um Probably the the overalls, the the um, the clothing of, of the folks who were were kind of stowing the the ships and the cargo and the, yeah. the medical supplies. He looks like a Steve Dor, um, and he's he he steps out, um, and and as he kind of moves into the light, you can see he he doesn't look that great. Like um, he he looks. Um, as you you've sort of investigated the the cryo tubes of other folks this this dude looks like he's suffering from mild radiation poisoning you can see that he's um his skin in in one side of his red and um probably the the palms of one of his hands are all blistered and um he has like cloth or some some sort of clothing wrapped around the other one and it looks like it's it's sore he says um we um we, we we don't know what's going on um we we need some medicine there's there's a few of us who are ill you must you must know what's going on here you you are from the the news you know the, the where is the crew what what why were we where are we my friend I I am afraid I I we we are we are trying to uncover the truth ourselves. It is clear that the ship has suffered some great disaster. Come with us, um, or rather, well, we advise not um, staying here alone. Um, we have also sighted predatory beasts uh, wandering the corridors. And he doesn't look surprised at that. 
right, well, that would have been Did you load them? Um, anyway, no, sorry. <laughs> so he doesn't um, look surprised at that. He says, says no, um, uh, we, we, we went to, to try and find some help. And when we came back, um, uh, uh, Kifar, she, she, was, she was dead. Something had, had tore out her throat. Um, there's a there's a beast and then and then like another couple of people kind of come out of the shadows with them um and they're all sort of chiming in with yes yeah there's a monster here it's something that's followed us from the darkness between stars you know that kind of thing um it, it's it's a an evil jinn come to to wreak havoc on on the rest you know it's whatever destroyed the the gas giant it, it's now destroying and and there's a whole sort of cacophony of of confused oh. and, and crazy folk who who step into the into the light of the drone um as as so um, so so ali ali is not a fan of you know so for all of his incredibly conservative dress he's completely rejected the whole concept of the mysticism mm -hmm. um he's probably as close to being a heretic as you can get away with without being one um so the moment they start throwing, we've been attacked by jinns and, you know, creatures from, you know, between the darkness and the stars, none of which he believes in. Mm -hmm. um, he, he will obviously discover that that is a mistaken belief to hold. But for now, that is his belief. Uh, he will work very hard to convince them otherwise because it's exactly the sort of thing that drives him mad. So, <sighs> you know, he will, you know, he's like, no, 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 my friends, Truly, if it was a creature from the darkness within the stars and it was capable of destroying entire gas mining facilities, do you honestly think it would strike but one person within a small corridor? No, it is the Nekara. Nekara? Nekatra? Nekatra. Nekatra. Um, it is the Nekatra who have escaped um, their confines and are now wandering the halls. I have seen proof and evidence of their existence, my friends. So he's going to try and convince them to calm sure. down. Um, I will do another manipulation roll because clearly... I will that's... also say, um, and this is an extra dice to you on your manipulation roll. Yeah. Uh, Thank you. Whatever, whatever is behind it, we are better working together than fighting amongst ourselves and stealing, robbing from each other. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. Ooh. Two successes. All right. So, so there is a, a wave through the. Let's see how many of the. Um, so there's there's seven of these people in total. Um, after the first dude who stepped out, um, there's six more who who sort of step into you. Um, I I guess like Afra realizes or 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 is happy that that they haven't snuck up behind you either. There was just a ruse. I was there. trusting that my observation skill would have yeah, spotted them yeah. behind it. So, yeah, uh, there's, there's I didn't no believe other... them for a moment. Yeah, there's no other thing. She was, she was right there. Um, but yeah, they they sort of come out, and there's there's some of them are like, well, the Nekratra must have been sent by you know the evil or the Legion are just just trying to. We're attesting for for a terrible Nekatra training programs. This is this you know conspiracy theories go crazy in amongst them but at least it's conspiracy theories that that are real and not like jinns summoning beasts to to rip out their innards um and the the one who seems to be mostly in charge um and as you you sort of look them over the one that seems to be mostly um 
like the the healthiest of the crew um some of them some of them look not crew but group um mm. some of them look seriously suffering through radiation um uh illness or or complications from a too rapid a a, a, a revival um he he introduces himself um look i'm lahore uh these are some of some of my stevedore crew we we don't know what's happened um we just we just need to to find some medicine and get off get off this this ship do you have a ship can we go to the go to the docks and get on your ship do you, you have have we could just leave i know i know the way we could i have i have much money back um in in coriolis i could pay for his for his all escape pods are this way i say heading the way in the direction that we want to go to the medicagi um he i don't lie i just point out the escape pods are this way he he nods he says well we didn't we didn't think we would the escape pods no friends um more sleeping chambers are this way and the medicurgy the medicurgy where we can get the medicine it's this way and he he nods he says but it'll be it'll be locked they they won't just leave it open um but you you, you must and he, he gestures to to uh, ali and be like you must have have authorization or um special yes my friends yeah, yes of course yes ability to get in yes. you with yes um... of course uh um... before we boarded the ship the captain himself talked to us <laughs> yes yes of course he did about the importance of our mission and uh how critical it was to film uh the the, the coming together of the people um of the third horizon to rescue those who were at risk mm. uh, that's why we were on the ship um so i think we should go this way and i just point where afra was pointing i have no idea where we're going but i'll go with afra's guidance um we need to go this way i'm certain that the metakurgy is that way and we'll walk purposefully in that direction trusting that and uh, nakatra is not going to leap suddenly out of the darkness and kill me embarrassing me in front of my friends sure um so so there's a bit of a, an uneasy kind of oh we're, we're following him now uh we do we and i think at the in the group of some of them are like do you want to do you want to interview me can i be on the can i be on the news network can i i i know friends in i've got relatives in 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 the gas mine you know that kind of stuff like i i've got a good story do you do you that kind of thing and they'll look why don't you come up here and walk with me? You tell me your story while we make our way to the Metakurgi. Um, the cameraman Afra will make sure that we capture this uh, this this conversation um, so that we can play it back to the people back home. Yeah, so they, they begin will, telling you your li their life stories. As long as they're walking in the direction the we want to go, I don't care. <laughs> what was that, Matt? Sorry. Sorry, Afra, I'll what were you saying? Myself behind the group as a whole and make sure that I'm covering with a pistol and with the recon drone, mm -hmm. obviously. Yes, yes, obviously. Um, 
So there is a, a long spooky walk through through corridors, um, Ali at the front being um, the investigative journalist that he is, uh, folks literally like taking their turns to tell you, you know, like, um, I'm so-and-so and I we worked here and this kind of stuff. And you can see as some of them are, are talking to you, their, their noses maybe have been bleeding. Um, they are yep. suffering. Like at one point, we, like Afra maybe has to stop at the back while somebody is Vomit. literally just vomiting. Um, and their friend, one of the other uh, survivors, sort of pats them on the back and rubs their, rubs their back. Um, we get probably a third of the way down the ship um the the long um uh, the long walk through the corridors things echoing uh, there's definitely creaking of bulkheads going on um and your your voices the the chats of of the folks uh echo around um and up ahead the light of the the probe uh, the recon probe shines on on what is clearly uh, a decompression bulkhead that is locked in the corridor. Okay. And Lahore, who who maybe knows the ship, um, is that that's his name, isn't it? Yeah, Lahore, uh, maybe knows yeah. the ship a little bit better than you. He, <laughs> he sort of, you know, you see his shoulders kind of drop and be like, damn it. Uh, sort of body language um, as you get close and he he puts his hand on the on the bulkhead and says I I don't know a way around but maybe um, maybe if we're we're lucky and he he goes over to the to the um, screen next to the door like this is a there's an information point he goes over to it and he he sort of says I, I know none of none of I, I load a ship can you and he looks at um, Ali because obviously Ali knows everything because they're a journalist um, maybe this this can give more information so Ali um, looks just... at it and then looks at Afra. <laughs> <laughs> it's like mm, technology that's awesome looking at the damage itself as a spacer, can I work out at all what's caused it? Um, yeah, sure. Are combat space. Are we looking at the the bulkheads that have closed? Or, yeah. Or, or yeah, yeah, sure. Um, and a technology roll, I guess. Yeah. Um, that's uh, six dice. Two successes. Nice. All right, so so you look at this, you you kind of look around. It doesn't look like there's any damage around here, um, in terms of the bulkhead and that. Um, there are no sort of, um, you know, explosive um, decompression warnings. You know, do not open this door, kind of thing. It looks like um, it's more for more to to Afra, like in an emergency situation. The pre precautionary bulkheads have closed around the ship yeah. uh, rather than definitely the front of the ship has exploded and now we're just floating in this thing. This is, okay. you know, That's a little bit... That's kind of what I'm looking at. So yeah. this is simply a compartmentalization. Yeah. There should be an override. Yeah, somewhere um, near here should be an override. Or uh, data-driven. 
probably um hmm um let me i don't know. i mean uh i'm just thinking is there a great big steel wheel that needs a force roll or a datagen roll to get through the uh there will be a great big somewhere in these these walls you could probably rip off a fancy panel mm -hmm. um and find some sort of big manual release mechanism um and and lahore has found a, a data access point so so there's a couple of opportunities here in this corridor okay well i um i will first of all go for the manual one mm -hmm. um so can i can i find a, a great big lever behind a panel yeah we spend some time we spend maybe 20 minutes or so um pulling off panels because because afra knows there should be something around here that would release mm -hmm. it it would be foolish to not have a a manual release or or something and the the uh, rosali was it was a luxury liner so obviously the safety of its its guests is paramount so there must be something and we rip off bits of wall and we probably use spanners to pry open uh panels and uh cupboards that we can't no unlock without special keys that the the janitor system or the ma maintenance system would have originally had and eventually we find this great honking set of mechanical kind of wrenches maybe one on each side of the hall to move one both sides of the door and not accidentally one person just decompress the whole ship sort of thing so i say to lahore uh you guys are stevedores <laughs> and he yeah he rolls his eyes in 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 like yes of course okay um i'm just trying to give him something to do, make him feel useful make him feel useful not yeah. relying on ali all the time yeah um so so yeah two of them will take up um because they're ill um two of them will take up sides opposite to to afra uh to roll that side um i guess ali takes up cool investigative journalist pose and and shines the recon drawing, droid lines. Um, I will also point uh, Ali's uh, Vulcan cricket at the door. Yeah. Um, and wish I had something bigger. Yeah. Um, I will roll. It had nothing if I hadn't have brought it with me. I'm just making that point. <laughs> it is. It is a torturous, torturous wait. Um, as it takes entirely too long like you know that adrenaline that you you're like okay right ready go and we we look over at, at lahore and some of his uh, other stevedores who are like yeah um and just when we're like oh for crying out loud the the doors i only got one success um <laughs> the doors just just part and then a couple of the other stevedores head over and sort of push their hands in maybe using um some of the piping that you've you've probably dis dislodged in your your search for these mechanisms and and crank and push open the door is a a team effort to try and get access further up ahead and slowly but surely you can see a familiar sight like a a semi-dark corridor uh up ahead and um you know flickering lights and electrics uh and not the the darkness of space which is a relief yeah. There's no sudden rushing of air into the room, is there? No, there's, there's. It, it's like everywhere on the yeah, ship, yeah. like the air processes have, have just stopped. There's no aircon going on here. Um, no, that's fine. Well, Ali will 
pop his head through the door because <laughs> he's mad um, and sort of look around uh, while they're opening it. He'll also recognise that filming very sick people with radiation sickness and making them leave or open doors is not good um, film. Uh, so he's going to delete that later. Just, oh, okay. just making it clear. Yeah, yeah. It's not a great look. It's the community no, no, you... working together. We, we... <laughs> <laughs> journalistic ideals is we have to step back we have to we have to we have to record the community doing the job we're not there that's to true <laughs> it's just the way we were the ones that were telling them they should do it that i'm worried about but sure no i hear what you're saying yeah, we can fix it all in post it'll look that great bit, yes edited later yes nice yeah. all right so i step into the room because someone's got to and mm -hmm. ali doesn't have a gun yeah with your fan. Um, yeah. That's right, with my fan. Um, Spain's as deadly as the gun, by the way. I know, way, it's but... pretty cool. It's a good fan. Um, so so are we going to continue ahead or are we going we, we to leave the, the data, the info terminal? Oh. I feel like really we've forgotten that. Okay. Data you don't general. have to. You can just head straight ahead, but I don't want you to get halfway up the corridor and be like, let's go back kind of thing okay let us let us do that that may explain a little bit about why it was closed um data gin is two mm -hmm. and wits is four because i'm clever so that is six in total okay and i get one success cool all right so so a little bit of rewiring um maybe a little bit of familiarity with with this kind of thing from uh, rewiring the the recon probe now and again and that kind of stuff um, and we we managed to um, we managed to bring the terminal back to life and you've got an option do you want manual interface or should it um, should it activate the avatar which means it'll pop up with whatever the the representation of, of Suleiman is who will oh, I would like to bring Suleiman back online so that's um let's let's do this okay so so it takes a moment um and you know there's like initializing and that kind of stuff and um some sort of of projector or or light source kind of kicks in um and we see um a a small looking um gentleman um ceremonial headdress um shining kind of eyes um sort of build up standing next to to afra um and and suleiman um sort of looks through afra doesn't make eye contact kind of thing um and says uh, welcome to the rizali yeah suleiman uh how long have you been offline and he he glitches a moment um, and says, "Unknown. That's unfortunate. Would you like me to direct you to the theatre?" I would like you to direct. I, I would like you to direct us to the uh, um, temporary medical facilities. And and Suleiman, like you can see, the processing, the lag on this is way longer than you would anticipate. Um, and then and then Suleiman gestures. And a, a whole strip of LEDs along the corridor light up yellow. He says, of course, please follow the lights. Safe trip. Will you come with us? 
and he he glitches back into like the the waiting pose he says systems appear to be offline in some areas of the ship this is unfortunate the crew will no doubt be fixing this shortly Suleiman, would you be able to um, project a map of the ship and indicate the areas that are currently not responding um, or he, offline? He does. He he holds out his hand, and you see like this three D projection of of the ship. Um, uh, he he puts out um, uh, a couple of locations around um, the bridge is not responding um propulsion systems um um he he also says um uh, a number of areas um let me just scroll down here what else has he got um all right so he highlights a number of areas as well that have got um uh not recommended levels of of radiation our janitor crew will be at there at doing their best to rectify this kind of situation um radiation spill in aisle nine yeah yeah so he, he he's very much like downplaying this like oh no radiation <laughs> all over this area That's luckily yeah. luckily luckily we have janitors for such things yeah luckily our highly trained crew will be ready to restore the ballroom three to use within <laughs> some time you know because he's got no no um idea when um so so yeah he he highlights a number of places um the bridge and propulsions and um some other places that that aren't listed so therefore aren't critical to to our interests is, is there anything between where we're standing no no and you're, you're the dock the oh the dock um I think they're probably one or two areas, but it's not completely cut off. Like you could, okay. you could make right. your way around. It would be a circuitous route. He he advises um, take the scenic route that perhaps takes in um, the murals on sub level three um, and the spa or the the what would it what would be the uh, the haram maybe on uh, deck three kind of thing where he he suggests that route. Um, he also um he um i think he probably at some point uh recognizes or reacts to to lahore's uniform um and he says um he says ah crewman and then he glitches for a couple of moments as if he's like taking um the ship is currently drifting towards the haruma star we will reach the um, the D zone in eighteen hours. Please rally the captain and bring them to uh, bring this to their attention. Uh, uh, say that. Repeat that order. Uh, um, so so Sulman looks at you and says, uh, "Apologies, this message was for crewmen only." And then looks back at Lahar and repeats um, repeats it. Uh, so he says, um, "The ship is currently drifting towards the Haruma Star. We will reach the D zone in roughly eighteen hours. Please rally the captain and pass this information on immediately." 
I assume my communicator has a watch on it. I'm just setting 18 hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I keep track of this. Well, we have our work cut out we I assume to... the D zone is bad. I'm um... assuming G is where we cannot escape from the gravitational pull of the star. Um, uh, neither us as a ship nor any vessels getting off the ship. I very purposely say if we should find one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, quite something like that. The, uh, portal harbor, you see. Right. Yeah. That'll be awesome. <laughs> okay, so uh, we should probably move on to the Medicurgy and then uh, make a beeline for, well, hmm. Is there an armory? Like uh, a. Sulman says, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll look you're at not Lahore. authorized to access that information. <laughs> I'll, look at, I'll look at Lahore and say, Lahore, need La you to ask and Suleiman a question. And Lahore does thing where he, he just repeats your question. Um, and Suleiman, nice. Suleiman looks at, at Lahore and says, I'm sorry, you're not authorized to you're receive that information. Only only bridge crew have access to the you know that kind of thing. Bridge crew and the security chief can issue um, that kind of stuff. Um, and as as um, I just just clocked the time, um, and I think as as we finish interrogating Sulman, um, and and the ripples of what what does that mean? We're falling into a star. Are we where is the the thing? And everybody sort of begins. Um, questioning what what information has been uh revealed i think that's where we'll end end this session okay yeah well that was great thank you very much Millie. you're um, welcome yeah it was fun that was fun um when shall we three meet again well how i don't know how you guys what are you both on is the term furlough sorry yeah, yeah furlough Furlough from the day job, so I'm I'm free tomorrow. Um, I'm not free on Wednesday, but I am free on Thursday and Friday. So um, I'm running workshops at the moment. <laughs> I left my work laptop at work, so that wasn't a great start to my evening. But anyway, um, so I'm, but I'm only working part time at the moment. Um, so Ooh. it is nice actually. I had to fight for it, but it was worth it. Um, I just remembered so... we're still live on online. I completely forgot we were doing that as well. Um, so we we'll say goodbye to our we'll say goodbye to folks. Yeah, we'll sorry. say goodbye to um, uh, Bob and Bicky and um, Effect Podcast are watching. Um, Bob and Bicky and Violet and Taro and Wolfman. Thank you very much for subscribing, folks. That's really awesome. Um, we'll say goodbye to you. Uh, do check out um, Effect Podcast because. That's where me and Thomas have, have got here from. Um, Matt's podcast and and Dave's and Dave's as well. Mostly Matt. He's, he's, mostly mostly. Matt. Um, is amazing. If you if you support them on Patreon, there is a wonderful Discord, um, really lovely Discord community that that um, was where we organised this this session in. Um, I heartily recommend. And and if you don't, do at least give a subscription to the podcast. There are two, aren't there? Um, yeah. So we've got uh, effectpodcast.org which is our sort of magazine show, comes out every three weeks, and effectap.org, which is where we put our actual plays. Currently uh, running our most popular ever uh, uh, actual play, which is Destroyer of Worlds. 
yeah destroyer of worlds i've been listening along it's really good i'm really excited for the for the big finale um but yeah thank you very much for for watching we'll be back and we'll post somewhere you can see on youtube whenever um but yeah thanks guys um take care now bye